Olympics, huh? A little strict if you ask me. I obviously have some things to say about that. She can't run the race because of weed, the legal plant in her state. They said them's the rules, so don't you start. Just watch the race and don't depart. We won't change for you, so don't make a fuss. We know you busted your ass, you're superhuman plus, but the Olympics don't evolve. You better take that cap off of your head. It doesn't fit protocol. As for the natural form of the human head, a made-up rule by a guy who's dead, we know what's best for you, this cap will do. Now swim along and just play nice because the Olympics don't evolve. Cece Telfer can't compete. Her testosterone is too high. But she's not the first and won't be the last. They rule with an iron fist and you shall not pass. Get your levels down and you'll run next round. We're arbitrary, no quid pro quo. If you don't learn from us, then you'll never grow because the Olympics don't evolve. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week. Party God Squad, hello, hello. Did you have a great week since we last connected through the airwaves? Did you dance on your own, learn a new sport, or sext with a co-worker? I sure hope so. If the sound sounds a little distant this week, it's because I am recording this intro in my grandmother's closet. And that is not a euphemism for anything. I'm quite literally in my grandmother's closet as my family's party takes place in the backyard. Earlier in the week, my cousin was staying with me for a few days and we are just vibing on a different level. It's so much fun. The two of us and my brother watched the sunrise on Tuesday evening. That's right, on the water in Brooklyn, And I learned something. First, let me ask you this. Do you know what direction the sun rises? If you didn't, cool, and neither did I, it rises in the east every day without fail. But like, uh, why would that knowledge be in my head, you know? I have to make room for other things. For example, the name of the actor who plays Stifler's little brother in American Pie. His name is Eli Marienthal, and he went to Brown, and he was in the Country Bears playing Dex Barrington. Come on, guys. That's those facts I do like, but I also love to learn. So that means I now know the sun rises in the east every time, and if you didn't, you do too. We absolutely have to be open to learning, which is why this rundown, I'm just going to stay dropping knowledge on you. This is Pop. On Netflix, I cannot praise this docu-series enough. I learned so much about boys to men, T-Pain, Dolly Parton. There is so much weird and shady and ridiculous shit happening in the music industry. And without spoiling the docu-series, I just want to say, everybody take a moment 
to send T-Pain as many good vibes as possible. He's a national treasure and he should be protected at all costs. Speaking of national treasures, it's time for Rocky's Highest Thoughts, where I share with you my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one, Schlager means hit song in German. That's just fun. But also imagine learning that when you're stoned and you're me. Number two, what if fish have their own currency, like humans? What if they have their own money for different parts of the ocean, like we have different money for different parts of the world. And then when they travel around the ocean, of course, they have to hit little ocean currency exchange kiosks. We won't know because we can't speak to them. Unless you were puffing on when I was puffing on, baby. It was just weed. I think it's cool to think of fish having their own currency. And number three, is it beautiful? Or is time just going on so long that we've run out of things to examine? I'm talking about when we appreciate things that we didn't used to appreciate. I mean, say it out loud to yourself and give it a little thought. Because that thought is up to interpretation, but I really want to know. Are the things we choose to look further into beautiful because we've just known about them so long and as you get older, you want to know the story behind it? Okay, I'm specifically speaking about the song Hit Me Baby one more time. Hashtag free Britney, bitch. My guest this week is stand-up comedian Chris Gardner. Chris's wild word was lucky, and boy, was he lucky. And he takes his story internationally, and it's Chris Gardner, so you know he doesn't disappoint. This story was the first of its kind, and I mean that, so hang tight. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you to those who have done so already. And a special thank you to those who have written such nice reviews. It really does make a difference. And a future thank you to those of you who are going to leave a nice review after this episode. Follow me at Wild Nights with Rocky on Instagram and TikTok, at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter. And now, please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Chris Gardner. Chris, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Not a problem. So how has your, uh, I will say, uh, post-pandemic, since we are winding down the pandemic, post-pandemic comedy life been? It's opening back up. Yeah. It's opening back up. I got a show I've been doing, a monthly show I've been running since we were in the pandemic. (laughs) I was actually going to talk about that at the end. It's called My Cousin's Balcony, right? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to plug that and talk about that, but that's so great. I've seen so many stand-ups who have just taken the reins and kind of made uh, lemonade out of lemons. I guess it's the best yeah. way to put it, but that's great that you have that, and I, I'm excited to talk about that. Um, some people we could say in this pandemic were a little more lucky than others. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 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 Yeah, I, I was one of them. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> And also, everybody, Chris's wild word was lucky. So, Chris, let's not waste any time. I'm so excited to hear your wild night story. Please tell us your wild night story. Lucky. Okay, uh, let's get started. It's funny because I probably should, but I don't don't even do the story on stage. I'm just telling you what it is right now. We'll work it out here. We'll work out the kinks. (laughs) I believe it was 2016. I took a trip to Thailand with my best friend during that time and my brother. Gotcha. And other than Mexico, this is my first time out the country, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to Thailand. And uh, mind you, I've never been a guy. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not a prostitute guy. I've never been a guy who pays for pussy, never had the desire to, never wanted to. I thought it was weird. That's just something I never had to, even had the desire to do. Yeah, you didn't need to do that. You didn't feel the desire. It was not stigmatized for you, but you were just like, I I don't need that. 
right? But at the same time, I was in Thailand. I was like, first time out the country, other than I'm like, fuck yeah. it, I'm doing everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm doing everything. Right, <laughs> like, right. I can't, I don't remember if it was the first day, second day we were there. When we first got there, we, we was traveling, we was bouncing around the country, right? Yeah. Um, How many days in total were you guys doing? They stayed there longer than me. I had to come back. Mm -hmm. so I was like a week and a half. Okay, but, week and a half. So that's about 10 days. That's great. Yeah, we get there. And it's a preface before the actual night. So I'm prefacing mm -hmm. it. Let's right do now. it. So, yeah. So the first night we were out, so like I said, it's Thailand, we're doing everything. I'm down for the prostitution just because we in Thailand. Fuck it, right? Is that something so, that's very big there? Like travelers go and they- And it's they legal get, there. And it's, it's legal. and legal there. Interesting. Yeah. Got it, yeah. They call it boom, boom, right? So when you Got walk it. by these brothels and stuff in Thailand, you have these guys outside like boom, 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 Yeah. Boom. <laughs> no wonder it's such a popular vacation spot. That's one of the reasons. You see, you yeah. see a, lot of, a lot of old Australian and European white dudes walking around with these little young- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, chicks. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fellas. <laughs> the first night, we were in Bangkok, so we end up in this brothel. I remember when I was younger, on the first Rush Hour movie, they walk in, they, I forgot what, I think they were in Hong Kong or something. Mm -hmm. They walk into the uh, brothel, they give you this, this lineup of ladies to choose from, sitting behind like a window. Wow, yeah, yeah. That it was the same thing. Oh my god. So we walk in, we hanging out for a while. And when you go into these places, man, they're really pushy because they want to get you in there and make sure you spend money before you look around and decide to leave. Gotcha. Right? If you don't go in there, pick somebody and you know, go through the room, they just they tell you to get out because they want people to come in and spend money, right? Right. I've never been to a brothel. And yeah. I'm not sure I ever will be at one, yeah. but I'm just curious when you're inside, is it a menu kind of thing? I don't mean for that to sound like, I, yeah, well, is there like, cause you're saying they want you to spend money, right? So is it, okay, this much for a blow job, this much for a foot rub, this much, is it kind of like if you were to go somewhere and order off a menu or is it a haggle situation? It was a while ago. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything. I think it was yeah. pretty all encompassing. Got it. It all <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Thailand, so it was hella cheap. You know right, what I mean? right. It, yeah. it, it would be like 3,000 baht, but which is really maybe $30 or something or $50 oh, or something. Oh, yeah, wow. But for them, it's the thousands of baht. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a get this lineup of girls, all types. You get, you know, darker skinned Thai girls, lighter skinned Thai girls, different yeah. sizes. You choose your girl. You know, they bring you upstairs. And this was a cleaner one. The second one I did was kind of nasty. But gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this was the cleaner one when I was in uh, Bangkok. So first thing you do is the girl takes you to the room. You get naked, you stand in the bathtub. You got to clean up first. Okay. Once you clean, yeah. which is understandable. You've been running around the streets of Bangkok all day. Traveling, <laughs> yeah. People probably just like get off a plane and go there as soon as possible. So that makes so, sense. Girl, yeah, they clean you up first. You don't sit in the bathroom. You kind of stand there. She mm -hmm. kind of, you know, soak you down. She uh, grab some soap, soap you up, clean yeah. you all up. Give you like a little soapy hand job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, as a mean, I never knew a soapy hand job was so pleasurable. That was my first time having a soapy hand job. Very actually. erotic, yeah. Yeah, it was nice because regular yeah. hand jobs, like whatever, that's just something you do on the way. To some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, and they tend to be job, like, like, okay, here we go, lazy yeah. kind of, yeah. Yeah, but a soapy hand job is pretty, it's a solid, solid, solid yes, experience. Yes, yes. <laughs> <Moving laughs> Who would have known? Oh, yeah, she does that, cleans me all up. We go to the bed. We, you know, we do the thing. She puts a condom on, gives me fellatio, having mm -hmm. sex, bada boom, bada bing. Yeah. Bam. That's the preface. Got it. So after that, like it's my first time doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And I just felt it it felt dirty. Mm, afterwards. It dirty. It felt I just felt ugh, I didn't feel I didn't feel good about myself. Right. Was that an immediate feeling? Like you finished and you're like, oh, fuck, what have I just done? Or was it kind of something that marinated over time? It hit me pretty immediately. Right. Pretty immediately. Because mm -hmm. we were downstairs. My friend did his. My little brother did his. Mm -hmm. But my friend, he had done it before. Oh, he's an old like, pro. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, it, ain't, it wasn't shit to him. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah, you had that for it. What a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> 
sorry, man. He's like, the lead up is great. The whole thing is great. Then afterwards, you just have to live with it. Yeah, yeah, I've done it before. And my little brother felt the same way. He just felt, just felt nasty afterwards. Yeah. Even though we use condoms. Yeah, it just feels. Still, my friend who I did it before, and I don't think this works. I don't yeah. think it's the real thing. We did it anyway. They have a lot of 7-Elevens in Thailand. They have 7-Eleven all over the fucking place. Okay. Right? They went to a 7-Eleven about like alcohol and went in the corner was like pouring alcohol on our dicks just to. (laughs) 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 Just to feel a little bit better. You're like, something's got to kill this. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I did it. I had my experience. Told myself I'm not doing that again. Right. (laughs) The narrator said said he was wrong. Got that out my system. So. A few days later, you know, Bangkok is the city. It's dirty. It's like, it was dirty. It's, just, it's, it's the city, right? Yeah, yeah. In the next couple of days, we went to Phuket. Mm-hmm. Phuket is kind of a beach town, right? Mm-hmm. So it's right there on the beach. It's real pretty. We were staying at this real nice hostel. Yeah. So we were in Phuket. We walked to a little party area where mm-hmm. it's kind of bars and all the travelers are hanging out. A lot of yeah. music going. Brothels all over the place. I call them brothels, but I don't even know if that's what they're called at the Thai places or not. I don't know if it's another Yeah. Thing. Yeah, different brothels and spaces you can walk in, like all up the street, prostitutes hanging out at the bars, and you know you got people from all over the world there, you know, getting yeah. a party on, traveling. You know, you got lady boys walking around. You like, oh, that's a dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that's a very big thing over there too. Yeah, so we just bouncing around, walking. Through. I'm not planning on doing, you know, nothing again. We we go inside this other brothel. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they can be really pushy, and in this one, they were pushier here than they were at the other one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, Cause this one was like a bar mm-hmm. type lounge setting, right? Mm-hmm. The other one we went to, the first one I told you about, that was like straight, come in here, choose your girl, do the thing. Right. When you went in the second one, now you had felt a little like dirty, a little shame. The the second yeah. one, you were just kind of like, uh, now I'm horny again. Let me do this, that kind of thing. You know, you know, you know, sparring bills back up. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when we went in, I, I still wasn't even planning on doing it again yet. Mm-hmm. But they still push, the way they pull you in. You come in, they pull you in. Right. You get in your face, buy a drink, buy a drink, buy a drink. Yeah, buy yeah. a drink, buy a drink, drink, drink. <laughs> Real pushy, man. Do it now. You're afraid. Now. Like, oh, it's like anxiety. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So buy my drink. And then as soon as you come in, they sit you down, send a bunch of girls at you. So it's girls Ooh. sitting in your lap, chopping up with you the best they can. They speak a little bit of English. Girl on this side, girl on this side. You buy a drink. They come back, buy another drink, buy another drink, buy another yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you buy at least two drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they want that money. Right? Yeah, they want you to get that money. They don't want you to come scope. You know, you can come in, scope it, okay, and dip. They want you to come in, spend some money. I got two drinks. I got this girl sitting on my lap. I had two girls on me. Oh, look and, at you. Uh, like, like I did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Your wallet did. <laughs> like how you said, like I was just, I was, I was so attractive versus, versus the business being arranged. <laughs> like I'm killing with these ladies. You guys are you up, yeah. But, uh, so we hang out for a little while. It's me, my friend, my brother. We're all hanging out. My, my friend had one. And he's already kind of going at it. He got he already got a girl. He put her titty out. He's sucking her titty in the middle of the goddamn brothel. But uh, yeah, my friend, he already, he already, we're in the hangout, but he already got this girl titty out. He's sucking her yeah. titty. So he just, he, he just he just goes for it. Goes for it, yeah. Now, obviously Thailand's third world countries. It's very cheap. So you can live mm-hmm. like a king, right? But yeah. I didn't have a lot of physical money on me. I had, I had money in my account. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So You had it. It just wasn't here right? <laughs> yes so i bought these two drinks everything was kind of rushed on me so fast it's kind of like fuck it i guess i'm doing this again <laughs> just probably two days later i'm like fuck it i guess i'm doing this again man but these women were so pushy because obviously they want you to pay first yes yeah oh yeah first. i didn't have a lot of money on me and the lady kind of running the show she's kind of like yeah where is it at 
Anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to my friend. Hey, man, you got some money on you? I can borrow. I mean, I'll get you back later, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the bot. <laughs> he, he led me the bot. So I had to go to the restroom first. The restroom, because with this place, the actual room they take you to was across the street. Gotcha. So we're still in the lounge. Like, I got to use the restroom first. Now, here's where it gets fucked up, okay? Okay. This is a weird thing, man. And I don't think I have it anymore as I've gotten older, because I think it's a combination of two things, right? Right. Whenever I travel, I get constipated for some reason. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get constipated whenever I travel. And I think it's a combination of, I've gotten over it over the years, but growing up, I never felt comfortable using public restrooms. Yeah, I gotta have yeah. Comfortable. yeah, that's not an even, uncommon thing. No, no, no. Even home in the States, right? Mm -hmm. But I've kind of gotten over it. I think in my, in my mid to late 20s, I kind of got over it. Like, all right, man, I can't just be not shitting places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it's time, time to go. Yeah. So I've kind of gotten better about it now. But yeah. At the time, I kind of had that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll get constipated. And I think it's a combination. Also, when you're traveling a lot, you want to move, you're not always drinking a lot of water. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not drinking water will make you constipated, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of a combination of the two. I've already been constipated during the trip. Mm -hmm. So I go to the bathroom, I'm taking a piss, and I think I have a lot of anxiety and nervousness, Yeah. right, from what just took place with, you know, them being real pushy and forceful on me, not having enough money at the moment, right? Them butterflies make you go. Bubble guts. So as I'm taking a piss, yeah, the bubble guts. So as I'm taking a piss, I fart as I'm taking a piss. And I shit myself. No. I've been no. constipated this whole trip. And I shit myself taking a piss no. right before boom boom. As they call it, boom boom. Right before boom boom, right? Boo boo before boom boom. Yo, perfect. <laughs> if I do this joke, I'm gonna say that. No problem. Uh I mean <laughs> so I'm taking a piss, man. Uh, I fucking shit myself, man. I've been constipated this whole trip. A little ass poop. A little ass poop. <laughs> Just comes I out. Man. I shit my drawers, right? So I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. So, you know, I take my underwear. I like, you know, I wipe it the best I can at yeah. the moment. That's all I got. You're panicked. Yeah. So I take my underwear. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I use my, I don't think they have toilet paper in that bathroom. I don't remember, but that must be why I use my underwear. So yeah, why else? Some toilet paper right there. So of course they didn't, right? It is, yeah. So they didn't have toilet paper. So I use my underwear to wipe. Do my underwear in the toilet. Tried to flush them, they wouldn't go down. Fuck, somebody <laughs> got to clean that later. <laughs> right? And you know what's crazy? Because third world countries, a lot of them, they ask you not to even put toilet paper in the toilet. They ask you to put it in the basket next to it. So here you are putting, they, this bathroom doesn't even have toilet paper. And you're like, oh, my underwear will go down. <laughs> right, 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 right. This will work for me. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't process all that at the time. Just, <laughs> you're the reason that in Thailand and all the brothel bathrooms everywhere, it says, please do not flush underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're the reason. Oh, I flushed these. I flushed these nasty ass underwear down the toilet, man. <laughs> well, I didn't. I attempted to flush them down the yes. toilet, but they didn't flush. So, like I said, somebody had to deal with that later. Yeah, not your problem. So you can imagine how nervous I am. So now I'm about to have sex with this girl, and you know they give you head first. Yeah, this girl about to be smelling shit while she, <laughs> you know, yeah, while she's giving me fellatio. I'm like, fuck. I, I'm thinking about her. I don't want her to have to go through this. Right. You know, for myself, I, I can go back to the hostel, shower. Yeah. Up. I don't want for her through this. Mm -hmm. But I already done paid my money. So. Right. You're, get, you're getting yours. Yeah. So uh, we walking out, man. My boy, he was still sitting down at the lounge with his girls. Uh -huh. so I'm like, yo, bro. You know, you know, the girls hold your hands. So I'm holding the girl's hand. She's pulling me out. I'm like, bro, I just shit myself, man. He loud as fuck. Loud as fuck. He was like, nigga, you shit yourself before boom boom. <laughs> You shit yourself before boom boom? Just one titty hanging out of his mouth while he says it. Like literally. As, as, I'm, as I'm on the 
way out, right? This girl walks me across the street. They usually supply the condoms at the last place they did, right? Uh-huh. So she's like, if condom by condom, I was like, I, I ain't got none. I thought y'all had them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And luckily walking in, when we, walk, we went to the place across the street, they did provide me. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She walks me upstairs. Like I said, I don't think none of these places are the cleanest. But this one was a little more grittier than the first one I had went mm -hmm, to, right? Mm -hmm. No, the other one they had like they had the bathtub and yeah, the music. <laughs> the, the bed was like a circle. Yeah, it was more classy. It was a little yes, more classy, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And the first one, the girl, she bathed me. Yeah, right. She wet me, soaked me up, rinsed me down, laid me down, gave me the massage. It was more of yes. a, a holistic experience. Absolutely, yeah. That's the first one. But this one, I go inside and I got lucky. Like I said, I'm so nervous. How about this girl going to give me head? I got yeah. fresh doo-doo between my cheeks. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. But luckily, they had this little gritty-ass room with a shower in. You had to clean up at this one, too. Yeah. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God, right? No towels, just a bar of soap she gave me. But still, that's, you know. That's something. That's something. Yeah, so she told me she had me go clean up. And I remember it was just a gritty room, but just like a shower head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the last one with a nice bathtub, the faucet to rinse me. And, and she's not giving you a hand job in this one. She's like, you go take care I'm, of I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning myself. At this okay, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. This myself. is a self-service. This is a self-service. Yeah. Self she's in the corner of the room getting naked already. Yeah, yeah, ready. yeah. She's like, I'm about to fuck this dude who shit his pants. I could smell it all the way across the street. I know they didn't stick me with the shit their pants, dude. I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if she did smell it already. <laughs> Look, I'm like, oh, thank God. I got the soap. I got the soap. I'm like, oh, I can clean up. I get back there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Try to flush the soap bar afterwards. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and that's the lucky part. Yes. That I had to clean myself afterwards. You know what I mean? Because uh -huh. even if she had to bathe me, I wouldn't want her to have to go back there. Yeah, no, no, no. If it was a setting where she was, you know, doing a bathing like the first place, you know yeah. what I mean? I was able to clean myself decently. You know, I, I didn't have like a rag or nothing to do, really scrub with. Yeah. But the soap was Suffice. better than nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's the main part. But what tripped me out about this one was, and it made me sad too, man, because yeah. I can tell she was a mom because she had like a fresh mom tummy. It was kind of yeah. wrinkled right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's so like, doing yeah, what like, she's got to oh, do, yeah. Head. Yeah, so this girl, I'm like, this girl got a kid. How it goes is massage, head, then the sex, right? Mm -hmm. And at the first one, when she gave me the head, she put a condom on first, right? Oh, and that was my first time getting the head with a condom on. Okay. So the first time I did it, I was like, oh, this is this is not as bad as you would think it would be. Hear that, you fellas? Like, hey, with a condom, all right. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Obviously, you know, without it is preferred, but it's not as bad. It was still, it yeah. was still pleasant, right? Yeah. Man, after the massage, this girl went straight to sucking my dick with no condom. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You wait, y'all get down like that in Phuket because the Bangkok. They, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> the first place was an all around classier experience. Like, yeah. This girl went straight to suck my dick with no condom on, but she was already mid dick suck. So I was like, all right, whatever. Mm, yeah. It's already there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just let her do it for her. That that blew me away. Sometimes yeah. Because if she's sucking your dick without a condom, she's sucking everybody's dick without a condom. I'm, without condoms. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what this girl is putting. I don't know what this girl is putting on my dick now. Right. Yeah, that tripped me out. <laughs> <gasps> and then you guys had sex after, right? Yeah, yeah, but condom. You had condom for sex. Condom. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she doesn't like the taste of latex. Maybe, maybe. But if I, I mean, if I was in her position, I'd take the taste of latex versus a bunch of raw dicks in a day. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> all these different dicks coming in. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she was just getting on shit. I don't know. I don't, maybe she, know. yeah, she was just done. It could have been absent-minded. We're all absent-minded. You tried to wipe your ass with your underwear and flush it. So we, we all, right. we right. all have our moments. So, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a for her or. <laughs> we don't know. How did you feel afterwards? You've had all this other shitting your pants isn't anyone's proudest moment, but you had that happen, and then did you feel that same shame, or was this a new level of shame after, or were you like, honestly, I can survive anything? So after this time, so we had the sex. <laughs> and this is a little side note. Sometimes it happens. I, I miss when I was from the back. You know, I guess I, I probably miss. You know, mm-hmm. probably miss sticking in there. Goes, oh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my bad. That's exactly how she said it. Ooh, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> the universal ooh, asshole. <laughs> We've all yeah. done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every woman on this planet. Has, you know, hey, we, you know, we, we, we miss some. They, they're close together. Yeah. We miss sometimes. Everybody's uh, human. <laughs> they're very close together. <laughs> so, yeah, we did it. I did feel dirty again. Mm-hmm. I did feel dirty. So after that, we, uh, you know, we all hung out more and I went back to the spot, showered again. I think we alcoholed our dicks again, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Standard procedure. But this time I had an actual mouth on it, so. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this one definitely called for it, yeah. And I, I told my boy, because I said the first time, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that shit again. Yeah. And again, after the second time, I was like, man, I'm not doing that shit again. He was like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> did you ever go back to another brothel? I haven't done it again. I haven't okay. done it again. I, I didn't do the rest of that trip. I've traveled some since then. I haven't done it again. Because mm-hmm. I was just a, I was in Costa Rica recently now, and they had some spots. But I was like, I, I didn't. I didn't even want to mess with it. So I, I think yeah. I, 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 I might really not ever do it again this time. Yeah, you, I mean, you've, you've kind of had every level of brothel in your two visits. You've had the most luxurious experience, and you still felt a little eh afterwards. And yeah. then you had probably the grittiest experience like, one I, could I have. That, I don't think that bed was clean. I was laying on. Oh, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. If she's sucking your dick without a condom, those sheets were not changed, my friend. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I felt dirty after that one, too, which is why I said I'm not doing that shit again. Yeah. Also, I think I, I think now I've kind of gotten older. I think I think I think it's also some of the some of the ethics involved with it now yeah. on top yes. of it being dirty. Of course, yeah. yeah. And which I had the ethics then too, but it's like fuck, I'm in Thailand. And you're younger. I mean, mean, we're all, you know, we're all learning. Everybody wants everybody to be perfect and squeaky clean. And the truth is, everybody's doing life for the first time. You know, you just take the lessons as they come and you learn. And the best you can do is try to be better than the last version of yourself. So it definitely sounds like you've learned a little bit. You also had a really fun story that I, number one, want to thank you for sharing. That is a... um, extremely personal story it was hilarious but it was also really an extremely personal and extremely vulnerable story so thank you for sharing it on my show i i love hearing stories like that and that one did not disappoint in the slide <laughs> so i want to thank you for that you're a really funny person i've watched some of your stand-up and you have um a really unique kind of quippy way where you'll tell a joke and then you'll say one word or one phrase right after you give it a pause and say it that's kind of like your timing <laughs> Your timing and your delivery, and it catches me. I know you really, you really watched my shit. I have, yeah. Oh, of course. I would never have someone (laughs) on that I didn't do my research on, and that's why I just thought you really do it. It's such a unique way. You can tell you're like influenced by some of the greats, but you put your own spin on your stand-up, and I, um, I enjoy it very much. Who would you say are some of your biggest influences? Uh, I was, you know, it's funny, man. I don't, I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm directly influenced by anybody. I think right. I'm indirectly influenced by people. Yeah, of course, we all are. Everybody I've watched where I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to try to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? But I just think you pick things up. Of course, yeah. Kind of as you go. This is funny, man, because growing up, I didn't even watch this dude like that. Like, he wasn't even, like, you know, kind of in my fear like that. People always tell me, and I see it now. 
Okay. Right. But people always tell you my cadence is similar to Dio Hughley's, right? Okay. Okay. I can is, see that. Like, I didn't even grow up watching Dio Hughley like that. So I think it's completely coincidental. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I never uh, thought I did. But now I listen to myself sometimes. Yeah, I can see it a little bit. We have a, we have similar cadences. I can see that too. I even, I was speaking with someone a couple of weeks ago on the show about, we were talking about the Kings of Comedy and I shout out to Willie Mack. I had Willie Mack on. Yeah. And so we were talking about the Kings of Comedy and I was saying how growing up, I didn't even, I never really registered D.L. Hughley as much as I did the other three comedians. And now you're just like, wow, D.L. Hughley is a legend. And rewatching it in adulthood, The Kings of Comedy in particular, you're like, wow, he is a, a total legend. And he's got such a unique way of delivering his jokes. And I could definitely see that now that you say that i could definitely see you guys have a similar yeah. opinion so that's really yeah. that's a really cool person to be influenced by i mean he is a living legend yeah other than that man i just it's comedians i like a lot mm -hmm. but I, I don't even, i don't even know if i'm influenced by my like growing up before i ever thought about doing comedy my favorite comedian was chris rock growing up great right? another great yeah yeah i love chris rock i don't know if people will pick up chris rock from me <laughs> you know what i mean so you know who you kind of know. remind me of and you may have gotten this a little bit i don't know if it's more so in your looks but david allen greer have you ever gotten that dude you know what's crazy i posted like a new headshot at me on facebook and somebody uh -huh. said they're getting david allen greer vibes really in the eyes too really in the eyes okay yeah, that's interesting. That's the, yeah. I can I can see it after people say it. Yeah, you're the definitely. second person to say that like in the last week and a half, two weeks. And he's kind of back in the ether because he plays the father on Jamie Foxx's new show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So back and he, again, yeah. Oh my God, he's so funny on that. So that's really? great. Yeah, you've got your own thing going on, and you also you said during the pandemic you started the show My Cousin's Balcony. It's called right. Yeah. Is it your literal cousin? Yeah. Well, he's my cousin through marriage. Okay. My, uh, yeah, his cousin. My aunt's husband's. Son, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is he a comedian as well? No. So you just use his home for the show? Yeah, we just use his back. Yeah, he has like a nice apartment. I remember during the pandemic, man, it was just like, you know, having been going on for a while. And initially during the pandemic, I appreciated the break from life. Yeah. For, I wasn't even tripping on not doing stand-up. Mm -hmm. Initially, I was just like, cool. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to take a breather. A break from the, the grind. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was, Absolutely. I was, I was loving it. But as time went on, I was like, fuck, man, I want to do stand-up again. Mm -hmm. You know, LA and New York were like the Lockdown places. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're telling like, me. Yeah. Yes. You in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, after some months went by, I was like, all right, man, I'm going to start doing stand up again. Mm -hmm. uh, this pandemic. I'm just trying to start something. So. <laughs> I can't remember if it was my, my younger brother or my other cousin gave me the idea. It was like, yo, Stephanie, I got it. He has a nice place. Yeah. And it was like, all right, man, I checked out. I checked that out. I think initially the idea was to do it on his rooftop, but somebody gave me, I guess somebody gave me a balcony idea because he has a nice rooftop too. Yeah. I hit my cousin up. He's one of those dudes. He's just down for whatever. But I was like, hey, man, I want to try to do a comedy show at your, on your, uh, I heard you had like a nice a big balcony or whatever. I want to try to do a comedy show at your spot. He was like, cool, let's do it. He didn't ask how. He wasn't like, wait, what? How, what? He was Love like, that. cool, let's do it. That was it. It was crazy. So I don't know, within the next couple of weeks, so I went over it because I had never been to his place. I went yeah. over there to peep the space. And like he hit his balcony, it extends far out and it has width to it. Right. So I went there and immediately when I went outside, I was like, yo, this is it, bro. This is it. Yeah. You know, you just know something immediately. I'm like, this mm -hmm. is it. Mm -hmm. This is it. It's crazy. It's like me. I don't complicate shit. I didn't try to think no kind of fancy name for it. No kind of show my cousin balcony. That was the name. Yeah. Man, the crazy thing is the first show we did was like exactly how I envisioned it. So I had like, I had like a vision for it, how it would yeah. look. And it was like exactly that. Wow. Like it was exactly that. We how long does going. has it been going on? Would you say you've been doing it? It's about six months, uh, eight uh, months? We do it monthly. I think the first one was in November. So okay. November, December, January. 
March, April, May, June. We've done eight. Think about hitting the bi-weekly slash weekly because it's basically yeah. You'll see. But you were featured doing... on the news, right? Yeah, Spectrum News. Nice. Yeah. So it is getting some traction and that's incredible. I always say like to comedians who are doing their own shows that they're producing, that probably opens up your network even more than you expected it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It opens your network up to, uh, you know, get on other shows and network for other comedians or, you know, bigger comedians end up doing your show. So mm-hmm. yeah, it opens Especially if you, got a, if you have a really good show. So, Chris, it sounds like you've got something really great going on in L.A. with your show, My Cousin's Balcony. You're an extremely funny comedian. Can you just let everybody know where they can come and see you, when they can come and see you, and how they can follow you online? Uh, So, yeah, like I said, we were just talking about a show mm-hmm. on My Cousin Balcony. You can follow the show page, which is a show on My Cousin Balcony. Now, focus. It's not my cousin's balcony. Cousin balcony. Cousin balcony. Pick the S off. Pick the apostrophe S off. You know what I mean? Because I I, I did it the way I talk. Mm-hmm. So when I the way I talk, I don't say, yeah, show on my cousin's balcony. The way I speak is a show on my cousin balcony. Perfect. So I did the way I speak. No S, everybody. My cousin balcony. My, my cousin balcony. Follow that page. My page is, my name is Chris Gardner. So I just made my Instagram page, Chris the Gardner. That's my personal page. We do that show once a month. It kind of changes because initially we was like, okay, we do it every second Saturday, every third Saturday. But things would happen. Sometimes we push the show back, push it forward or whatever. We generally do it every fourth Saturday. But Perfect. I might pull, pull that back to like every third Saturday. I'm doing a birthday show next month. My birthday is July 14th. That's on a Wednesday. That's the day we're going to do the show on. So I'm going to try to blow that shit out. So Make it July, big. look out for that. My birthday show. I got some other stuff coming on. I'm about to have a podcast. I'm about to be doing soon. It hasn't started yet. Oh, but. that's really exciting. Well, when you launch the podcast and any shows that you have coming up, I will definitely plug them on my end. Anybody in LA, if you can make it to Chris's show, go to My Cousin Balcony and go check it out. Because um, yep. as you just heard, Chris is a really hilarious person. Chris, I just want to thank you again for sharing that story and for doing my show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This is fun. Absolutely, Chris. We'll talk soon. Bye. Is it?